So the other day at work, this motherfucker comes in and he is like, you know, I, I work at a printing company. And so yeah. we print a lot of high V ads, all the high V ads actually. Yeah. Not well, no, I wish. No, we, we print all the high V ads, which is okay. great. Fine. No problem. So the, uh, the funniest part about all that is we have this guy that comes in through our ink company who is like a master operator. Like he, he just is the guy that knows everything. And about the printing business. Yeah. Supposedly. Okay. And he always brings in treats. Well, yeah. the last time he was in, he brought in fucking packages of like six packages of double stuffed Oreos and he brings one to wow. every press line okay. and he brought one into the office. And I don't know if you know enough about me, Tony, which I think you do. Yeah, sure. I fucking love Oreos. Hell yeah, you do. I love Oreos. Absolutely. So I sat in that office and I've already gained enough weight because I don't move as much as I used to. You know, you've, you've, <laughs> yeah. you've been, you've been through that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know and the so Derek Vance. I'm you've, you've pulled the Derek Vance. It might be actually a Tony Welch, but we'll, we'll, we'll digress. Yeah. So I I'm sitting here thinking to myself as I'm smashing this fucking row of Oreos and I'm like, I should, <laughs> I got to stop this. Oh no. And so then the other night I, I bought the family size thing of double set Oreos and I'd forgotten all about it. Honestly, it was up in the, up in the cab, uh, cupboard. Yep. Wasn't thinking about it. Yep. Wife opens up the cupboard the other night and was like, the fuck are these Oreos? I'm like, fuck yes, motherfucker. All right, score. Uh, went upstairs, grabbed, the, grabbed some milk, grabbed the Oreos, brought it down, fucking did a line and a half of yeah. a family size Oreo, dude. That's like a That's whole a normal lot. size That's Oreo. That's a lot. Do you, I have uh, a fucking problem, do you, dude. Do you dunk it all at once? I'm a, you know what? Here's what's fucked up. Oh, no, you don't dunk, do you? <laughs> I'm a you, double you, double stuffer. I double double dunk. You take two of them. I take two and I dunk. I eat two at a time. I eat two at a time. Maybe that's why you eat twice as many as you fucking should. <laughs> you're a I, monster. You're what's I, wrong with America. You voted for Trump, didn't you? Trump 2020 man, give me those double. Jesus Christ! I double double dunk and I can't stop. Like I eat one and I'm like, this is good, but. Double, double stuff. Double, like double. I, I need twice as much, twice as fast. <laughs> what the fuck, Eric? That's so messed up. Oh, but that's why I eat a fucking three fucking box of Oreos. So like, that's like four Oreos. <laughs> that's four fucking Oreos. It's four, four single cookies, yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's, it's two actual full-on cookies. Yeah, but they're double stuff, so it's four <laughs> Oreos. Listen, I try not to think about it in that way, but you were asking me questions, and now I remember that I'm a <laughs> let me let me explain my Oreos, okay? Because right. I also love the Oreos, and my rule of thumb when I'm eating <laughs> Oreos to never is, double double stuff. Well, never double double, okay? Never double down. But my rule of thumb is one one sleeve, you know? right? And that's usually that's usually mine. Like, and I can. But the problem is, at a double double, I can kill a sleeve in like twenty seconds. Yeah, but you know, sometimes the worst lives are the ones we tell ourselves, and so. <laughs> What I do is I'll maybe go to the store and I'll get the family size when I should just get the regular because <laughs> so it's a one sleeve. That's and one I'm gonna get like four still. extra cookies. It's almost why I wish that I bought like individual wrapped Oreos, like the six packs. Then I'd be like, I, there's six and I'm done. Ooh. Like I, I, then I can. They're never as good to, though. They're never as good, but it's the point that it's it's forcing me to not do it. Yeah, you're right. Because, oh boy, I can. And the other night there wasn't even any, any milk down here. Still a fucking right. half a sleeve left. Killed the whole thing. No Ooh. milk. No milk. No I milk. It. No milk. I just I just housed it. I don't know. The last time I had an Oreo without milk. Let me tell you. Still just as good. Yeah. Fuck. You ever, I, I I'm. Are you a drinker when you eat? 
So like I take a bite and I like usually have a drink with my bite. No, I'm usually, no, I'm usually an eater and then a drinker. Um, some like there's, there's variations though. Like if I'm, you know, if we're having a party, let's say we're having a wrestling party. Yep. I'm usually eating and washing it down. Okay. But I'm, I'm usually consuming alcohol. Yeah, you're right. I don't always consume alcohol as I eat dinner. Uh, but when I do, (laughs) (laughs) dos equis. Yeah, right. Uh, but no, like say I've got a glass of milk and we're having meatloaf for dinner. I'm not like bite and then immediate drink. I'm usually like a bite, 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 and then I'll take a sip and then I'll bite, yeah, bite, I bite, and then I'll take a sip. Yeah, I, you're, I'm you're a biter and then a sipper immediately. Yeah, I'm a bite sipper for sure. Subconsciously or or clearly like you know that you're doing it. No, I kind of do it, and you know, the benefit of it is that you get fuller faster. Um, so sure, you're right. That's the you know when I told you that the worst lies are the ones we tell ourselves. <laughs> That was just one right there. <laughs> I get fuller faster. Not fucking true. I still eat a ton. Yeah, you still eat a fuck ton. What's yeah. your go-to dinner drink? Or your your you know what do you what do you prefer? You you a water man? Uh, you like a milk? I, I drink like a, a lemonade. I, I do drink a lot of water. Um, I'm too cheap to buy milk by the by the gallon load. Wow. And and I never you know I never drink it in time. Right. Right. So like you're, you're a poor single dad. I get it. Yeah, I go through like you know say say hypothetically milk lasts two weeks. I'll buy milk on day one of week one, and then, like, day 12, I'll start smashing <laughs> bowls of cereal to get rid of that milk. So, at, like, 11 o'clock at night. You gotta start making some overnight oats, man. Yeah, you know, I could do that. Um, I do, you know, I've, I've gotten into cold brew coffee. Sure, cold brew's great. Yep, and so, um, I used to have a cold brew machine. Uh, you know, lost, it was lost like... It in the- Lost it in the GD of 2019. Yeah, that's right. Uh, no, I I took it back to Best Buy and traded it in. Oh, okay. Uh, I was like, oh, this thing's broken. They're like, this how do th- how do these break? I'm like, fucking do the it's return. It's warm. It's not cold. Fuck yeah. off. <laughs> do the return. Yeah. Yeah. Was it in questions. your refrigerator? No, it never yeah. said that. <laughs> it didn't tell me I had to put it in the refrigerator. It said it would make it cold brew. It was it was fucking ninety dollars. So like, give me my money. Fuck um, that. You know what? Despite all the bullshit you and I pulled at Best Buy, they're still doing fine. So whatever. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Love it. Love it every minute of it. Yeah, I'm but I bought it in a heartbeat. Went on uh went on the Amazons. You know, I'm really, really starting to trust Amazon with whatever they say is the choice or the number one seller. Like if I <laughs> That's need a something terrible idea. Oh, absolutely not. If I need something and it's like Amazon choice or number one seller and it's got like four and a half stars over like fifteen thousand reviews, I'm like I don't even care what it looks like, what it costs. That's the one I'm buying. So I did that for this cold brew uh, pitcher thing. Um, and then I bought uh, coffee grounds that are specifically for cold brew that had awesome reviews. I'm telling you right now, dude, what I wanted was cold brew that tastes like that Stokes. Yeah. At the high like gas. The Stoke, yep. Yep. And I got it. Uh, when I found the right mixture of coffee uh, to creamer to milk, game over, dude. Tastes just the same. And it's way cheaper. As long as you're getting what you're wanting out of it, man, that's really all that matters. Honestly, yeah, yeah. that's really all. That's all. That's all I'm looking for. As long you as Tony Welchel's right. happy, I'm a happy man. Speaking of, you're, you're Tony Welchel. Yeah, this is uh, Tony. Hi, I'm Derek. Hello. Welcome Derek to the Fat too. Ass Podcast. <laughs> yeah, the Oreo Show. Yeah, uh, this is uh, the DTS Podcast. I'm the brown. The, I'm the brown cookie on the outside. Tony's the white cream on the inside. You know that's what I'm right. saying? That's right. This yeah, is uh, Thursday night on the 29th of August. What episode are we on now, Tony? We, we've been doing this for a little bit now. It's like 19 or 20, maybe. Yeah, we're pretty close. We're, we're doing okay here. Yeah, you know, yeah. We, we, we put together a nice little, uh, nice little run. It's You're a shame right. that it's almost all over. 
Yep, that's all going to end. <laughs> my, all... The Mayan calendar ends this year or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is episode 20 of the DTS podcast. I don't think, I think it's 19, but. it's. I just looked, it's 20. Oh, last okay, week great. was Bacon Cheddar Ranch. It was 19 last week. Right. With my songstress of a voice. Yeah, fuck yeah. That's right, buddy. Uh, fucking A. So what, what, do you say we, what do you say we jump right into the news here? Yeah, talk to me. Um, I put this on here just because uh, it's going to impact us and our kids. The FTC is investigating Juul. You know, the vape company. Oh, I know what they uh, are. About their advertising and marketing practices. Sure. Before we get into it, right? Yeah. What do you think the net worth of Juul is? If um, you had a guess. 50 million. Okay. 50 million. Do you want to maybe guess again? Okay. Let's play a little high low. Uh, okay. You're way low. Way low? Way okay. Let's go 500 low. mil. Way low. Still way low? Way low. 1.5 bill. Way low. Shut the fuck up. 10 bill. Way low. <laughs> yeah. I don't believe this for a second. Jewel is currently valued as of December 2018 at 35 billion. What the fuck? Can is you believe wrong that? With us? No. So. Uh, Altria, That's dis- Tony, that is disgusting. It is disgusting. Altria, who's one of the oh, world's fuck. hugest cigarette manufacturers, you know, your, your marbles and all that stuff. Please. They largest, la- Tony. Use your fucking vocabulary. The largest. Largest. Thank you. Uh, they bought 35% of Juul last, late last year for $12.8 billion. So that puts them right at about 35-ish. Isn't that crazy? It makes it makes my stomach hurt, honest to God. Yeah, no kidding. So, FTC I, though they're looking into them. Can I tell um, you my jewel story here, really quick? Oh sure, yeah, go ahead. I love so, her as a singer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so I, I, cause I was trying to think of a name of one of her songs, and I, I could. No, um, no, no. The wife really likes her. So I was on my way. I think it was home, or I was running home really quick, and the middle school had just gotten out before last year into school. Right, I think it might have been the last day of school actually. Okay, I was going to pick up the kids. Uh, and I was driving past the middle school here. Now, the middle school here is 678. So yeah. it stops at 5th at elementary. Middle yep. school in Newton is 678. used to be, just be 7 and 8. So I'm driving past what is essentially these 11, 12, 13, maybe 14-year-old kids. Right. I'm going to guess these two boys I saw were probably 12 to 13. Yep. We know and where I'm this dri- is going. And I'm driving past, and I'm looking out my window, and these kids are just pulling on a jewel oh, as yeah. they're walking past the fucking, the sidewalk, like stop fuck for the kids sure. person. And I'm just, I, I wanted to come through my window and choke the shit out of these children. Yep. In what realm are we living in that these kids are walking out of school? Literally they're fucking block, like a half a block away from the school, crossing a crosswalk with a crossing guard. And they're smoking out of a jewel pod. I mean, it gets worse than that, dude. Like, you know, the the whole thing started because they look like USB flash drives. USB Remember flash that? Drives, yep. A couple years back. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. that was the big thing. And, you know, they the got under pressure. And so they, they made them look just a little bit different. And they, they made got lights them, on them now. Yep. They got lights on them. Now they're pod based. You know, you can do all this stuff. They increase the price, blah, 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 blah. But without a doubt, independent studies from from these companies show that as much as 65% of Juul's customer base are not legal 
to buy their product. So how the fuck does that happen, right? I and just... I, even at Best Buy, <coughs> you know, I'm the old guy at Best Buy now, but, you know, they got 16, 17, 18-year-old kids and that are working there right. that will just whip it out, take a quick puff, blow it out, blow it out the ground, man, at work, on the floor. Yeah, it just, and... it, it baffles me. I had... We're at Culver's, day yeah. one of school, right? We have a tradition. First day and last day of school, we go for, like, for ice cream. This year, we went to Culver's and we had some ice cream after we had some dinner. I'm, I'm walking back to my table, and I see this family walking inside uh, to the Culver's, and it's like an older yeah. dad, probably in his 40s, uh, looks to be either his, his wife um, and then a son and his, uh, seemingly the son's girlfriend. Son looks 16, 17, maybe 18, right? Yeah. Probably 18, because... He's carrying his rig, not quite the jewel, but the big vape rigs. Sure, yeah. And pulling on it, right? And I find that as a father, and maybe the kid, maybe the again, you do whatever you want. Everyone's their own, their own man. You make your own rules. To me, that is disrespectful and fucking disgusting. Yeah, like you do that shit on your time, not on my time. I walk by their table after they got their food. What sits in right, right, dead center of the fucking table? This dipshit motherfucker's goddamn rig. Yeah. Dead center of the table for everyone to look at while they're eating. Whoa. Like, that is, it, it's a fucking problem, man. And it scares me because I got a goddamn eight-year, an almost eight-year-old up there in, in third grade, which means in three years she's going to be up around dipshits walking around those fucking jewel pods. I, uh, I can't agree with you more. I got into vaping just a little bit uh, last year. Did, did I tell you this? No, because I would have disowned you. Yeah, so, well, hear me out before you disown me, right? So, uh, everybody's vaping, right? Fucking, it's, it's a monstrosity of an industry, obviously, $35 billion. Everybody's vaping, and they're, they're only a small percentage of the market. But anyway, so um, I pick up this thing called, like, an Aloha Breeze or something like that. It's a, it's a vape pen, but it's not a rig. It's, like, a very miniaturized one. Anyway, um, I hear about from people that I work with that there's uh, 0% nicotine uh, oils that have like anxiety calming effects and all that stuff. Right. So I go to this place and here in Indianola route 69 vapor and uh, I pick up a small bottle of that stuff and I start vaping it. And I'm telling you right now, it definitely works. Um, but for me, it's just too complicated. I got to charge the thing. I got to put oil in it. You know, I got to buy different cartridges and, and shit like that. Different atomizer every, you know, month. Fuck it. Just not going to do it. I just, I've, I'll make this proclamation currently. Never had a cigarette, never smoked weed ever in my entire life. I've never smoked, honest to God, anything ever in the 31 years I've been on God's green earth. I've literally never put anything in, not a cigar, yeah. you know, and everyone's on the cigar kick for being, you know, celebratory, all that stuff. Three kids, no cigars, none of that shit. That's that's never pretty bold. Never been my thing ever. Yeah, you know, I watched my dad, and my mom smoke my entire life. Dad smoked pot. He's a big fucking hippie. My mom went to jail for meth for two fucking years. So, I, like, I've I've been through it. I don't give a fuck about any of that shit. Yeah, I haven't done any drugs. Uh, I will. No, I will no cigarettes. This, we'll drink this beer though. That's all right. Yeah, alcohol's you know in moderation's fine. But I, I'm on the same same exact kick as you, except. I do smoke the occasional cigar. Um, you know, I do it. I'm not, I'm not against the cigars. You know what? At this no, point, you don't I'm inhale. Not, I mean, they can still get a cancer, not, but not even really against the, the weed. You know, it is what it is. If it's going to calm you down or the THC puts you in a better mood. So you're not so right. fucking anxious ridden. 
it is what it is, brother. But it's just it's in 31 years, it's never been my thing. But for the the fact of the matter is, as a father and looking at a company that's valued at 35 bills, yeah, and they're mark you, they're marketing at children. Well, allegedly, th- no, uh, not allegedly. Yeah, they it's are the, happening. They're definitely mo- they are going after the market. Of, they are the Marlboro of the the tw- the 2010s. Well, yeah, and if you look at it, I'm glad you mentioned Marlboro. Like the the biggest evidence isn't like there's no ad that says, "Hey, high schoolers, come get this shit." Right. the The biggest the biggest evidence is that the the fonts, the styles, the all this stuff of the of there sticks Marketing. out so yeah. hard in contrast compared to traditional tobacco that you can't help but it's it's this is the joe cool from camel cigarettes of 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 our age yeah no doubt about it um and you know what we we know it as we sit here that our kids are going to smoke them unless some shit happens in the next few years like my daughter's in seventh grade right i guarantee you some kids at the goodrail have have these vape pens oh yeah and the the peer pressure that we had when we were growing up is nowhere near the peer pressure that they're going to face this, you know, in, in, in our day and age. Sure. The technology adds to it because you can sit there and, oh, well, you're not going to do it. So I'm going to take a video because you're a pussy. And you're not going to do it. And I'm going to post it and make you a little bitch. Yeah. You know, and, and that's going to be severe for a lot of kids. Like there's so many more hoops you have to jump through as a parent in 2019 than you had to when you and I were kids. Yeah. I, I firmly believe that. Yeah. I, I completely agree, man. So fuck jewel pods. I'm glad that somebody's investigating them. Hopefully some shit comes back on them because that's gross. Well, speaking of uh, whipping out your phone and taking a video, uh, that next, that phone that you take that video with, it might be the new iPhone. Fuck. Um, yeah. Uh, September 10th, Apple has their next, uh, conference and typical is, iPhone conference every year. Yep. Yeah. They have the early one in the year for the software. They had the late MacBooks. one in the year for the, uh, yeah. And the MacBooks. they have this one for their, their wearables and their mobile devices and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So the rumor is that we're going to get three different models, um, that we're going to get a budget model. Um, so even your XR, mo- well, even more than that, like they want to oh. get into like the sub 600 category, um, okay. sure. to compete with Samsung's and, and Huawei's and, uh, things like that. Then you're going to have your traditional flagship iPhone and you're going to have your max version, right? Yep. Now, other rumors coming out of that the flagships are going to have a three camera array, which is the first time for iPhone. However, there are no less than a couple dozen phones on the market today that have three, four, five cameras. One so usually those six. are three lenses on, on the back, right? Essentially. Well, they're three different cameras. So typically if, if they follow the routine that a lot of other phones like the Samsung's have, you'll have your standard telephoto. Um, you'll have a macro lens and then you'll have an extra wide. So, um, and no fingerprint scanner in, in the screen, uh, which was believed to be a must have to catch up with the market. So I leave you with this man, Apple to me, I've been, I've been on this forever. You know, <clears throat> I'm an Apple fanboy. Everything I got to Apple pretty much. However, probably since the iPhone six, I've been saying they're not doing enough every year. It's like the same thing, maybe a little better. Yep. And it's iterations. It's not, it's not big swap, you know, swaps of change. Yes. Every year I watch this conference, you know, and, and these guys at Apple, they're so well indoctrinated to be like, 
for the first time ever on an Apple phone. But right. you know, like hush right. hush. Right. Uh, we have three <laughs> cameras, and I guarantee you, Tim Cook's going to make it sound like it's Holy the shit. first edge time to it edge ever screen? happened. That's yes. never happened before on our phones, ever. Yeah, and then next year when we get when we get the fingerprint scanner in the screen, they're going to be like, "You can unlock nev- your yeah. phone by your finger." But they're doubling down on the Face ID, man. Like to not they put are. a fingerprint scanner in there. Yeah, crazy. Why? Why are they so successful despite it not evolving? It works. Tony, it works. How much bloatware is on your iPhone? Ooh, zero. Exactly zero. Zero. zero, zero I'm sorry. Zero. Okay. Mm-hmm. How many kind of like, viruses or bugs have you had on your, on your iPhones? Yep. Next to none. Okay. Uh, how long does your battery seem to last until it starts to really wear down? Seem like it lasts a good long time. Yeah. How great is Apple customer service if there is a problem with your phone? Pretty good. Okay, well, those are all winning uh, ways to stay in business and to stay, to keep a customer base. Yeah. If you can tell me that I'm going to get a phone every year that doesn't have a bunch of bullshit on it that I cannot uninstall, that I have to sift through a Google Play Store that is so non, it's, it's not gone through at all. It's not sifted through. It's not monitored. Moderated, it's just a yeah. Bu- yeah, not moderated. Just a bunch of bullshit that I have, yes. A very expensive phone, but the services that I'm getting out of it, a year of Apple Care Plus out of the gate for buying a phone. Yep. Um, hope, hope to God they start packing in better earbuds, but you know, <laughs> yeah. de- decent enough earbuds. Hopefully they start packing in the fast charger. But the external things that I'm getting, yeah, the phone might not be the fucking QLEDs that you see out there today because holy shit, there are some really nice fucking phone screens. Yeah, a lot of nice screens. Really nice fucking phone screens. But. I don't have to deal with the Android bullshit and I am still, still a firm believer and I'd rather spend the money for an Apple product right. than have to fucking cry to Google because where am I going to go? If I buy a Google phone, is there a Google store I can go to, Tony, or is there, or do I just have to go to a Best Buy? Yeah, I mean, you're going to a Best Buy or you're going yeah. straight to the carrier store. Verizon or something like that. And let me tell you something, I don't want to do that. No. You know, you know how many times I've had to take my phone in? Yeah. Goose egg. Yeah. Um, I haven't taken mine in either. I don't understand how people drop and crack their phone screens all the time. I fucking fuck, I don't crazy. Know, but I mean, as I'm sitting, and I here, carry right, my phone with me everywhere. As I'm sitting here, just within arm's reach, okay. Just to give you perspective on how much Apple shit that I have, you got sure. an Apple phone, iPhone X uh, XS. XS, you got Max an right Apple here. case on the Apple uh-huh. phone, okay. Uh-huh. You got the Apple MacBook that we're recording on. Yep, got yep. the Series Four Apple Watch. Got yep. the Series Four. Uh, 4K Apple TV over here. I got the regular Apple TV. I got the Mac Mini over here. So what's that? Five or six things at least? Yeah. Just right in my immediate vicinity? I got three phone charges around here. It's an ecosystem, man, and that's what I like about it is, you know, I can watch something on my phone, and, and, you know, obviously other people, they do it, right? Google does do it. Yes. And And they don't do it unwell. They do do it very well. Right. There's something about Apple that is just, you can't understate the elegance. It you know what I mean? It just works. It just works. I would agree. The, simplici- I up- the simplicity of everything they offer you, and this is when I sold computers, people were always so afraid. Oh, my, oh man. I, I, I have They're so expensive. I, just, well, I, just, I, don't, I don't know how to use it. I'm, how am I going to use it? I don't know. It's, it's yeah. all different. I'm like, I don't know. Let me tell you something. You can't put you know Office Go- on there. You, you, know what, you know what Google Chrome is? Have you ever had Google Chrome? Oh, that's what I use now. Google Chrome for Mac. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, you have an iPhone? Well, well, yeah, is it the same thing? 
fucking literally after the next iOS or the next OS update, it's literally going to be the same fucking OS that you run your phone now. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I can't get office on my fucking Mac. Uh, fuck you, it's $70. It's actually cheaper than well, the fucking Mac version of what it is. I was going to say, you know, that I'm talking about like nine years ago. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I guess. But either uh, way, like... Numbers. You got to use numbers and pages. Yeah, it's just always been such a... And even so, like, you saw people that are just so adverse to the idea of change when the change is the easiest thing you'll ever do. Yeah, and you know, what's what's a crazy about that? So, like, before I go further, I did look up my battery health on my phone. I've had it for just about a year. I got it on release date last year. 92% battery capacity. Yeah, like, that's I, I pretty got, good. I got my XS Max. Uh, I'll pull up my battery stuff here really quick. Battery health. Uh, I'm at 95, and yeah, I get so an XS Max. Real good. And I know you're on your phone all the time constantly it's yep. there all the time you know my, my wife harassed me for how much i'm on my phone true that but, you know reddit isn't going to read itself twitter yeah. isn't going to read itself what the fuck you want from me well and you had mentioned you know like you couldn't get people to buy into max back in the day no. now i can tell you from personal experience it's the other way around you know you sure. got people coming in and they want the mac and they, they want won't, a mac they won't listen to a better option for them yeah. on a pc why do you think um, the service is taken like the surface is successful but those first couple of years were a little watery on the boat. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm no saying? About like, that. People were real nervous. Like, why would I want a Surface over an iPad? And honestly, now, like, I love an iPad. But, man, a Surface makes a damn good argument at this point. They've built themselves into a great, a, a great position. Per- perfect example here. My daughter just had her birthday. You know, it's on the same day as yours. My, and, she has my uh, birthday, correct. Uh, no, August you have 15th. her birthday. It's fine. Don't, don't be a fuck about this. And she was adamant this year that, all she wanted for her birthday from everybody was money. And she was going to use that money to buy a computer. And, uh, you know, for her, what a computer means is that she wanted a Chromebook. Cause I told her like, you can't buy a computer for 250 bucks. And so I explained to her what you should do is you should get all your money. You're probably going to get like around 300 bucks and we, sh- you need to buy an iPad with a keyboard because you know how to use it. Cause you got an iPhone. It will last you much longer than a Chromebook or a Surface, and it will just work. Work. And that's what she did, man. Yeah. The, the syncability across all your platforms, especially when you are a part of this ecosystem, is, is amazing. Um, like I said, there, there are things that my Apple 4K TV remote is a piece of shit. I do not like that Apple 4K TV remote. I think the I touch like is it not, it's not intuitive. I think it, 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 does, it does not work. The click feels wrong. Um, I also feel like my 4k lags a hell of a lot. Like that first mm-hmm. iteration has not been good. I do not care for that part of it. Okay. Um, I'm not saying that everything they make is gold cause it's not right. The, the difference is it doesn't have to be because there's no bullshit that comes along with it. Yeah. I, I really like the Apple TV user interface. Um, I like how it just suggests, you know, you're on this episode. Here's the next episode, stuff like yeah. that. And, and beyond just like the phones and the computers fucking iTunes. I got so much goddamn shit on iTunes, not just podcasts, but like I have so much music on iTunes that I bought. And before Apple music was a thing, like, yeah, thank God iTunes is dead though. Well, yeah, nobody buys music anymore. That's for sure. Right. I, and iTunes is always just such a piece of shit. Like, yeah, it was always so laggy. It always took forever. It was slow as fuck. Was terrible at organization. It just, it just wasn't very good. So I'm glad that this next iteration, iTunes is essentially dead. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I mean, so I'm good with that. I don't, I don't even think I've opened iTunes on my Mac <sighs> uh, twice. 
Yeah. I think it auto. I think it auto opens if you plug your phone into it, and that's you, about the only time it opens. Do you remember when you had to have iTunes to work I your do. iPhone? Yeah. Fucking Christ, man! What a time to be alive, dude! Yeah. yeah. Uh, moving on. Huge news. The Rise of Skywalker got an extended trailer. Now I watched it, but I'm gonna rewatch it right now, um, uh-huh. just to uh, give you, you know, quick play, quick play by play. Sure. Yeah. 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 Okay. I sure. I gotta find it on the on it's the YouTube. It's the D23 special look, I think, is what it's called. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Because like the first minute and twelve or minute and twenty is all old Star Wars stuff. Okay. Right. So you can so kind of skip, skip ahead, ahead a little bit. Yep. All right. First so, scene is everybody in the desert. Yep. So I'm gonna cut right. Cut right to here where it shows the end of, uh, so this is the first time you're seeing Ray. Yep. Well, I mean, you you see her in that other trailer, but yeah. Yep. This Christmas, you see him, see Chewbacca and C-3PO looking out over the thing. Yep. Oh, here comes the, uh, the rebellion army. Yep. C-3PO with the red eyes. Wow. That's fucking creepy. That's creepy. The star killer. Yep. Fighting in the ocean? That's badass. Um, I think that's the Death Star ruins. Oh, okay. That's the Death Star ruins. You got Palpatine in the background. Talking. Your journey nears its end is what he says. And this is the part that has lit the internet on fire. The final it's the best part of the of the trailer. The final clip of Ray in a dark robe with a dual red light. Yes, with a dual red lightsaber. Yep. And that like Fucking she spins unclicks. around. It's a and double it up. It becomes a Darth like, Maul. She clicks it, and yeah, it comes to a a, a Darth Maul, and it is just bonerific. Um, here's here's where I'm at with it. The, they released a poster around the same time, and I love this poster. It's got Palpatine in the background. So if you didn't think the fucking Emperor is back, let me tell you, right. he for sure is. But take a look at this poster and tell me what's wrong with this. Look at the coloration here, Tony, uh, and uh, describe it for the fans at home. You've got Ray and Kylo fighting. Yeah. But uh, what, what color is most that lightning? Blue. It's a lot of blue lightning, right? Yeah. Just a, just a touch of red over here. Right. So what does that mean for you, Tony? What, what do you think that means to you? Well, I think what you're inferring is that, you know, the emperor had the blue lightning. So there might be okay. some shit going down. Sure. But uh, I'm looking at an image of it. Yeah, there's a lot of blue and there's some red. A lot there. of blue. Yeah. Here's, here's what I get from this image here okay. is I think the red almost seems as if it's fading away, which is what we talked about way back with our Star Wars spoiler cast forever ago, which I said at the, at the end of this trilogy, right. Ben Solo will be back. He will be uh, back on team. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I still hold true to that. However, as you see towards the right side, the blue lightning gets a lot stronger dead center. Yeah. Where it's the left of that blue lightning on Ray, a little darker. Yep. Not red. It's definitely a little darker. I think that's deliberate. I think, I'm not saying there's a double switch. I'm not saying that we're going to get Ray full bad guy. But a lot of internet rumor and foddy right now is that we're going to get a, uh, a captured Ray or a, uh, a, a, the Emperor using her body uh, as a way to put himself back into the fold. Um, yeah. I, I also think that's that. what we're going to get. I think that's what we're going to get Snoke. Also, I think that's where we're going to get the explanation of Snoke is Snoke all along was just a body that the emperor was using. And so once he got killed, that's how the emperor was released. 
and he now has to find a different body or a different host to have happen. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, that's where I'm at right now. I still think Ben Solo's coming back, full-on uh, good guy. But do you think that Ray Sepp's a dream? Do you think it's real? Uh, there's a there's rumors going around that Ray's a clone. Yeah, based so I was, on that was going to Jedi stuff. That was going to be mine. Was that yeah. that maybe this is a clone thing? Um, We've seen a lot of clones. Yeah, it's tough, dude. I mean, what do you want it to be? I don't want. Is this be a Luke bad. Skywalker dream? Mm, I don't, I, some, I'm trying to remember what they Darth put. Vader? Does she see herself as the bad guy? I mean, that is a dark. That is the Luke Skywalker dream. Yeah, I'm trying to remember if if they did something like that in the last Jedi trailers, like if they showed showed like um because they they didn't really show visions. They showed flashbacks, like because remember there was like the thing with Luke touching uh, R2D2 um, amidst all the rubble and shit like that. In the trailers, you mean? Yes, correct. I thought you meant the movie itself. Yeah, the trailers they didn't do a whole lot. Right. A lot of it was, yeah, flashbacks to Luke thinking he needs to kill Kylo, realizing he shouldn't, and then Kylo fucking him up. Yeah. And then murdering a bunch of people. I don't know how I feel, man. Um, Does this get you hype? Where's your hype level right now? On a scale of 1 to 10, 1 I'm, being, I'm I don't give a fuck, 10 I'm expecting being, this movie to be fucking lit. Like, yeah. the last two have been super underwhelming, like, in going back, I recently went back and watched the um, Force Awakens. Sure, and as like, I watched the Last Jedi, it's it's not bad, but it's not it, as good as I remember the nostalgia watching it. Sure. So I don't know, man. It, it's just it's just whatever for me. It's just whatever. Like I just want another Star Wars movie. Are you at a, so you're a five? Out of Are 10? you dead center? You're not. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think I'm like super heavy either way. Okay. You know, I'm gonna obviously see it day one. Right. Hopefully with you. Fucking that's our thing. December 20th. Let's do that. That's our thing. Yep. That's our um, thing. I'd like to do it in a D-Box theater if they release it there, but. Fucking no, dude. No. You don't want to do D-Box? <laughs> I'm not trying to get rocked and rolled in a fucking goddamn uh, Star Wars. roller coaster seat. Yeah, no, I'm good. Um, yeah. So, I mean. It, I wish I could say more because I am like a massive Star Wars fan, but. I figured I'm you'd just, have more extended universe stuff to talk about, considering the Emperor being Emperor's back. possibly a clone yeah. or Emperor, you know. Uh, they've yeah, they've know, retconned a lot of they've retconned a lot of things that they that they threw so they out with the extended yeah. universe. So I I think that there's a a good chance that a lot of that peeps have set up with whatever it was like six Star Wars films Disney said they were gonna be releasing through twenty twenty four or whatever it is. Sure. So uh, let's see, you know, speaking of Star Wars, Disney dropped a fuckload of shit on us this week. Listen, the kids talk about big dick energy sometimes. You heard that BDE Disney plus is bringing that big dick energy right now. Oh, dude. Wow. No, I didn't they're, know that, but they're dropping the big dick energy. Okay. Walk me through it. What do you think? So here's the thing. D 23 happened over last weekend. Um, D23 is their expo where they talk about all the different uh, things coming Disney-wise, yep. uh, whether it's movies, TV shows, games, everything that Disney has their hands in, their cookie jar, Yep, that is, uh, that's what they talked about. So um, the rundown, I mean, let's start with the tip of the dick, right? The Mandalorian got the full trailer release that they showed at Comic-Con a couple of months back. Um, 
So good. Boy, does that look hot. Yep. I'm ready for that I mean, shit. Visually, it looks hot. Uh, you got Pedro Pascal, who, of course, played uh, uh, what's his name on Game of Thrones, which makes me feel bad. I can't remember his name. <laughs> the Viper. Uh, the Viper. Oberon I Martell. The, I almost said the Sand Snakes, but I was like, no, those are the women. Oberon um, Martell. Yep. Gina Carano, Giancarlo Esposito, Werner Hurt, or Werner Herzog, uh, who just passed away, I believe. Yeah. Um, masterminded by John Favreau. That's going to be a banger coming out right on opening day. November 12th um, yep. takes place between return of the Jedi and the force awakens. Yep. So it's, it's got a time frame that we haven't seen anything from, which makes me excited. I can't tell you how excited I am for something other than your traditional star Wars. Like it doesn't have star Wars in the name. Well, uh, yes. Well, no, right. It's just the Mandalorian. Is that what you're right. saying? Yeah. I, I'm saying there's no, a star Wars so- story attached to it. There's no right, solo, right. a star Wars story. Yeah. Fucking rogue one. You know what I'm saying? Like it is a standalone piece of media that we can consume all on its own. Yeah. And I, I think if you go out and you find, uh, people that have read the extended universe pretty in depth, you're going to find a lot of them that really liked all of the stuff they did with Boba Fett. And, um, because the Mandalorians are a race, right? Well, are they a race of warriors? Basically, so Mandalore, yeah. Mandaloria is is a planet, and it's it's super a super strong metal or something like that. They have uh, I can't think of what it's called, but yes, they have an extremely strong metal, like best metal in the world that their armor's made out of, um, something uranium, but. Basically, it's a, an ex- extinct race because they've fought in so many wars that they've just started to die off. And the Mandalorians have clans. It's very archaic. But they have a Mandalore, which is the leader of the Mandalorians. So for a long time, um, Boba Fett was trained by the Mandalore. And in the extended universe, he becomes the Mandalore. You know, he gets out of the Sarlacc pit and all that stuff. So... I'm hyped because these guys are badass. Like they don't fuck around. They, you know, they kill each other and they take pieces of the armor from everybody that they kill and put it on their armor, which is why it always looks so mishmashed. Um, everything about the Mandalores are cool. So I think it's going to be dope. And, uh, that's, that's what I'm looking forward to. Cause like you can't fuck it up, man. John, John Favreau can't John fuck Favreau. this up. Hey, he's got, he's got a pretty good track record right now. No doubt about um, it. Um, Here's a couple other things for you. Lady and the Tramp is a live-action update of the uh, classic animated movie. Yep. Um, I don't give a fuck about this, but it's coming to Disney+. Plus. got Tessa Thompson, who was, uh, oh boy, what's her name, in Thor, and then obviously in the Avengers movie. Uh, I have no idea. She is the Valkyrie. Thank oh, you, Valkyrie. Yeah, 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 Valkyrie. And then Justin Thoreau uh, voicing the other dog. High School Musical, the musical, the series. It's a spinoff of the series, which I don't, again, don't give a fuck. But for those of you that like uh, High School Musical, go for it. Yep. The World According to Jeff Goldblum, uh, which, uh, yep, give me all that. That Docu-series with Jeff Goldblum, I'm into that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Noel, which is a uh, a Santa Claus. It's Santa Claus's uh, uh, son and daughter starring Anna Kendrick and Bill Hader. Yeah, fuck yeah. Billy Eichner and Shirley MacLaine, give it to me, give it to me one more time. Right. I'm into that. I like Anna Kendrick a lot. Yep. Uh, the acclaimed animated series returning yet again, 12 episodes, 7th and final season. That is Star Wars The Clone Wars. That's coming out February 2020. Yes. I've never seen any Clone Wars stuff. Oh, man. Really? Some of the best Star Wars stuff that's out there. Yeah? Yeah, absolutely. 
Monsters at Work, a spinoff of Monsters Incorporated. Show features uh, Ben Feldman, who uh, who stars in Superstore, yeah, um, as a, uh, a a guy trying to rise through the ranks of Monster Inc. Uh, Billy Crystal, John Goodman will be there, probably not all the time. Kelly Marie Tran of Star Wars fame, uh, Henry Winkler, the Fonz, and Aisha Tyler. That's uh, coming twenty twenty. Yep. Uh, here's a hot show for everybody: Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which people were bonerific because the photo they showed of. Bucky Barnes, he's cutting that hair. Yeah, well, finally, I think more bonerific is uh, is Falcon in the Captain America suit. Yeah, well, you shit. expected it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I mean, that's expected. Uh, I'm way into that. I like Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie a lot, so I'm way into that. That's coming in fall 2020. This is post Endgame. Um, yep. Emily Van Camp. And Daniel Bruhl. Daniel Bruhl was the bad guy in Civil War. Yeah, the the uh, was he Russian or Ukrainian or something like that? He was the guy that pitted Tony against. You know, he's the one that they that caused the fight between. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody. Uh, Emily Van Camp. I think he's uh, that's uh, the girl that Steve Rogers made out with, right? The blonde. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I can't. What's think her, her name? Granddaughter. Yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, Becky Carter's granddaughter or whatever. Right. Yep. Uh, Diary of a Female President is what this is called. Okay. Uh, executive produced by Gina Rodriguez, a uh, 12-year-old Cuban-American girl named Elena on her way to becoming the first, uh, I'm sorry, the President of the United States, but it's about her middle school shit. So, again, ki- you know, kid stuff. Yeah. Uh, Stargirl, which I, whatever. Uh, Togo, which is a movie starring uh, William Defoe or Willem Defoe, if you will. You're, you're glazing uh, over a lot of headlights or a oh, lot no, of headlines I, here. I got a lot left. No. Loki? Loki, yes, he's get yeah. Tom Hiddleston. He gets his own. Yep. Tom Tom Hiddleston's getting his own. That's coming spring twenty twenty one. WandaVision, yep, coming again. That's coming twenty twenty one. Also, uh, what if, which is a, a show that you and I have both been excited about. Well, and and you're talking a lot about yeah, what if this the spinoff series of like what if these things happened in, in comic books, right? Um, but you're talking about D D Disney Plus stuff. How right. about like? Black Panther sequel gets a release date. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yep. Kit this Harrington. Disney, I'm sorry. This is all Disney Plus stuff. You're right. Yeah. Correct. I'm, I'm going through all Disney stuff. Kit Moon Harrington. Night. He, Moon Knight. Moon Knight. You're right. He joins the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He does. He's going to be uh, taking a role in the upcoming Eternals movie uh-huh. um, alongside his uh, brother in arms. Uh, what's his name? Rob Stark. <laughs> I can't think of his name off the top of my head. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I can't um, think of his name either. Lizzie McGuire's back. Yeah, Lizzie McGuire's back, which is awesome. I'm, I'm about that because you know Hillary Duff got them ass and boobies. Uh, Obi Wan, no, Obi Wan Kenobi series, is what got me the oh, full yeah. confirmation of that happening. Yeah, with you and McGregor, that's where I'm at. Yeah, that is probably the most exciting part of yeah, Disney, honestly, like uh, 23. D23. I was w- way into that. She Hulk, Miss Marvel, all getting shows. Uh, Life and Death, Magic Camp, Made, uh, just fine, finishing this stuff out here. Hawkeye's getting his own series. But yeah, uh, the Ewan McGregor stuff really rocked me up. I mean, Ewan, Ewan McGregor, far and away the best part of this, the prequels. Fuck um, yeah. And without a doubt, I would take him over Sir Alec Guinness any day of the week. <sighs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. You're right. Alec Guinness was not good, man. He didn't care. He was, it was, he was the was most famous the person on that set. Right, he was. Yeah. So, I don't even remember but who I'm, was a sir at that point, but he was uh, far think, and away the most accomplished actor. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. So. I'm way into that. I've been wanting uh, an Obi-Wan spinoff something forever. Yes. So I'm way into that. Yeah, yeah. I would love to know what it's going to be about because, you know, there's so it's much It's got to be between three and four. It's got to be. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> he dies I mean, in, in four. You could go. I mean, <laughs> but you could go before one. I mean, you could well, give teenage... Yeah, there's there's already so much shit out there. Not just books, but you know, there's like almost 250 episodes, animated episodes of the Star Wars clones different series that right. he was you know that Obi-Wan was all a part of along with Anakin. So it's like I don't know what they're going to do. Um if they're just going to live action up some of the existing content or if it's going to be something new altogether cuz it's like I don't see how they could start something new without fucking up the the current canon. You know, right. so it'll be exciting, man. Like, really looking forward to that. Disney, they're on top. Disney's of bringing the heat. Yeah, they bring really the are. heat. Um, and if they weren't bringing enough heat, they brought back Spider Man. It hasn't been confirmed, so you can't say that yet. Hasn't you been cannot, confirmed, but last cannot, week we talked about this. But you can't, you can't, you can't report that as factual until it is, because it's not. Well, okay, but we have confirmation from. Tom Holland, that they're in talks. Uh, we have confirmation from uh, Stanley's family that they're in talks. So the the idea is that they're where they once wanted a fifty fifty split, they will uh, compromise on a seventy thirty, and I think it's either a three or a four movie deal um, with Spider Man in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I just don't see how you pull Spider. I mean, we talked about this last week. This is one of the greatest iterations of Spider-Man ever. Yeah. Holland kills yeah, yeah. it. So removing him from the ability to be with all those different cast and characters, especially as, as you just position him as the next Tony Stark. Right. Like that just can't happen. You, you have to have Spider-Man. So in my, in my book, Disney and Marvel just need to give up whatever they had to give up to get him because he's your bridge over this transition. Tony Stark's or Robert Downey Jr.'s out. Chris Evans, he's out. Um, and everybody else is long in the tooth. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Hemsworth is fine, but no one really cares. Yep. Chris Pratt's great, but he's only going to bring like Holland bridges the gap between like junkies like us that love Marvel in general. Yeah. And also younger generations that people are like, Oh, he's great. He's Spider-Man. Cause guess what? Everyone likes Spider-Man. Right. He, he's, Spider-Man. he's the bridge over this awkward transition with like the Eternals and now the multiverse and everything like that. So he's like he's your superstar for the next couple of years until you get the returns of your Doctor Stranges, your Black Panthers, till you establish you know a new Captain America. Um, so they they have to have them. If they don't have them, it's a real chance that they have a couple down years by Disney standards. I just yeah I I think that this deal has to happen. I just I'm wondering when it's gonna. Yeah. How do you how do you feel about this Joker trailer we got? Um, if I didn't already have enough boners for the things we already talked about, I know this fuck dude, like we've talked about this a couple different times. So I don't want to get too crazy about it, but I felt the same way about Heath Ledger as I kind of do right now with Joaquin Phoenix. Right. Um, I just, the commitment that, and he is known for the method acting. Sure. Like, that's his yeah, thing. That's his thing. But Todd Phillips being, you know, the comedy guy, you know, he's the he's the guy who made the hangover. Right. You know? Right. So I, I that first trailer you were just like, there might be something special here. And then this final trailer is 
it's atmospheric. The dialogue seems good. Yes. The story seems intriguing. And it just looks fucked up, Tony. Yeah. And that gets me riled up. It like, looks. I'm real pumped. It looks, based on this trailer, like so much more of a drama than an action film, which so, I wouldn't have thought for a Joker film. But, can I tell you why? Okay. And I only recently found this out. Yeah. I found this out on, on my other podcast that I do. The okay. Love Show podcast. Yep. Uh, uh, Careful Ralph mentioned that this movie is taking a lot of liberties from a movie called The King of Comedy. Do you know the movie The King of Comedy? Richard, Richard Pryor? Uh, no. <laughs> no. Um, the King of Comedy is uh, actually a uh, uh, Robert De Niro movie. Hence why Robert De Niro is in this movie, which I know is going to be your next question. So this is a Scorsese film from back in 1983. Okay. Yeah. Very highly rated. Uh, it's a satirical black comedy. So just, just so you don't think lot... that I'm a dumbass, the Kings of comedy is a movie with, I understand with, with Richard Pryor. No, I, yes, I know okay. where you're going with it. Um, but the King of comedy is a Scorsese film with, uh, Robert De Niro being a failure, uh, a failure of a person, but a, a celebrity in his own mind, uh, hosting an imaginary talk show. Hence why he would be okay. a talk show host. Because right. this, in the sh- in the King of Comedy, he meets an actual talk show host uh, and convinced that this guy is going to give him his big break. Yeah, that sounds so. Pretty a lot similar. of similarities to what you're looking at right here. So that I think is going to draw a lot of similarities between this and the Joker. Um, but either way, there's commitment there. That just the imagery you're seeing, the characters look like they just fit. The mask, I love the mask. I love that pull from. The, the Nolan films, I think yeah. that worked really well. I would agree. Uh, I'm just, I'm way into this film, and it comes out in like a month and a half. Yeah, so I, I was never really, sh- it's like I didn't know Robert De Niro was in it. Maybe I missed it, or maybe they were kind of sewing that up. It was but, a very quick glimpse of him in that, at that role. Yeah, and I, I'm not sure that I ever felt like anybody's going to do better than Heath Ledger, but watching this, man... It's it feels know, different. Man. It feels know. different. Yes. And I love it. I love that it feels different. Like that's I, I'm really into it. Got a bug up my nose on that one. I'm really into it. Yeah, I'm really into it. Um I I like Walking Phoenix. I like all these like very eccentric movies he does, like her and uh signs and, and uh right. um walk the line and all that stuff. So sure. Let's see. What is Batman gonna be in that movie, you think? No. No Batman. Um Maybe mentioned, but not shown. Because, yeah, that was what I was missing is, like, who are they going to bring in any other villains? There, no. There's well, Harley Quinn, the, right? The, I don't think there's Harley Quinn. The villain is himself. I, well, I really think that's what it is. Is the dichotomy of uh, it, the villain will be Arthur, right? Right. And becoming the Joker. And I think that's the, the movie we're going to watch is this man's slow descent into realizing that he's in on the joke the whole time, quote unquote, like he right. is this person and has just questioned it his whole life because these people around him, cause he doesn't conform to normalcy until he realizes that watch me start a revolution by just being myself. And that's all it's going to be. And it's, it's going to be more of a, not a villain per se, but like, I think it's going to be a much bigger conversation of like, me versus myself kind of thing. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, there has to be a love interest though. Like there was, yeah, the not... love interest is that chick from Deadpool. Yes. Right. Which Domino, 
right? I don't know if she's yeah. going to be Harley Quinn or, or what the deal is yeah. there. Because, like, Joker never really had anybody besides Harley. So, um, I don't know. I also think this is going to be far and away different than every, uh, like, canon Disney, or I'm sorry, DC movie ever. Sure. I can I can get behind that. Let's talk about some new games, man. Yeah, buddy. Out this week, tomorrow, Astral Chain. Uh, out this week, Control. Let's start with Control. You, okay. you missed it. Well, I figured you were going to be uh, talking about that and what you've been playing segment. Well, but sure. Drop, drop well, it in there. Yeah. So, here, Control, I'll, I won't tell you about it that I've had, but Control, the new game from Remedy, the makers of Max Payne, uh, Alan Wake, and Quantum Break. Yeah. Uh, that came out on Tuesday. Uh, paranormal, supernatural, thriller, uh, single-player story mode game. That dropped on uh, on Tuesday to so some pretty hot reviews. Right. Uh, Astral Chain getting hella hot reviews. Yeah. Um, Best looking game on the Switch, supposedly. I I don't I don't think any I, game on the Switch like looks amazing. I mean, the Mario thing I was nutting on last week, and I agree with that. But uh, that's just based on the animation style. Sure. Um, but yeah, Astral Chain looks dope. It's supposed to run at 1080p, 60, and. Uh, the combat looks really original. It looks really engaging, and it's getting yeah, it's getting nines and and tens all over the board. Yeah, I mean it's sitting at uh, sitting at some pretty hot scores right now. Um, How would you describe you have, it? It's so sci-fi fantasy, like the the way that I would describe it as a video game player is if you've ever played a platinum game, it looks like a platinum game. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean platinum games. The thing I can liken it to is they made Bayonetta, and yep. this looks like Bayonetta-ish combat. You know what I'm saying? Um, it, it is you and your astral connection uh, fighting side by side in combat, and apparently you control them with different. I mean, like the different control, triggers think, or whatever. I think different triggers and different buttons left and right. Yeah. Um, are between the combat, but I mean, it's it's it is a uh, yeah an otherworldly uh, projection that you are connected to in the game. Uh, I think you work for like a detective. Basically, agency, like you're a popo. Yeah. And these astrals, there it brings in an element of strategy because you have several different ones that do a lot of different traditional roles. You got a DPS one, you got a tank one, you got a healer one, you got a this, that, and the other one. And you can level them up, you can give them new skills. So it's there's a there's a layer of strategy to it that's a different take on a traditional RPG where you know you meet a character that goes through a character arc but can do a certain type of thing for you. Um, I think it has, what I like about it is it's, it's got, it's got a Xenoblades kind of vibe to it. Okay. Um, I know you don't play a lot of Xenoblades. No. But Xenoblade Chronicle, very, very similar where it's like future, very futuristic. Um, it looks very, like I said, it looks very, uh, combat wise. Yeah. Devil May Cry, Bayonetta is like the vibe That's I get from it. That's a good one. Sure. You know. Is Devil May those, Cry a those, platinum game? They made a Devil May Cry game. They made okay. DMC, I believe. Okay, yeah. Uh, that that remake essentially. Um, but yeah, they. Uh, you know, it's been. Uh, I, I, I'm double checking myself on on saying that out loud before I'm actually right. Uh, Capcom. It, oh, that was Ninja Theory. I was wrong. It's been, either way. It's been a long it's got time since combat. I, yeah. Since I thought about buying a game day one, I think the last yeah. one that I bought was Red Dead Two. Sure. Uh, and then maybe before that, Destiny 2. Um, okay. But I do not buy day one games. And I'm thinking about, on my day off tomorrow, driving my ass to Walmart and picking it up first thing in the morning. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't. I think that's not a bad idea. In all honesty, um, I'm way into this. I want to play it. I want to hear a couple more people talk about it before I do. Right. Um, only because I'm kind of that asshole where I just need to know. But you know, like I said, Bayonetta, I was a little hesitant on because I didn't know if I would love the uh, uh, combat. Yeah, and it's if really saying out the, there. If they're saying the combat uh, on this is a lot like the Bayonetta games, I'm way into that. I, I, I'm in. Yeah, it's real-time, three-dimensional combat, all axes, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think it looks good. You, sh- you should go check out a review online because it, it looks Near Nier was developed by Platinum Games. Uh, you know, I didn't... I really liked it. I just couldn't get into it. So... Maybe I should wait, anyway. you think? No. That's a day one purchase. I mean, we just got done talking last week about our backlogs. Tony. Day one. Uh, I don't know, man. Maybe I got to finish Wolfenstein. Day one. I'll think about it. Update. If I picked up, if I picked up control day one, you're picking up this day one. Okay. Yeah. Maybe you're right. I am. Uh, came out this week as uh, another game. Pokemon masters. That's a phone game, right? Yeah. Have you downloaded it? No, not yet. I was trying. I was waiting to look at it. What What, what are you feeling? I think it looks pretty cool. Um, I don't know much about it. I did download it, but I haven't really popped into it. But okay. um, the uh, oh, I'm trying to think of uh, DNA is the company that um, did it, which they've done a couple other really successful um, mobile games, Mario Run and. Uh, can't think of the really other popular one that they did, but Mario Run for sure. So I'm gonna check it out. I mean, it's it's a Pokemon game, man. You go through the Masters League and you train with all of your favorite past Pokemon Masters. You got your Misties, you got your Brocks. So it's it's basically a big fan service of a lot of the a lot of the animes um, coming together. I, I'm just I'm trying to look at some reviews right now, just from people that have uh, posted on the uh, on the on the app store. Oh, it's getting hot reviews. Yeah, it's 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 sitting at a four right now. Four point seven, um, number one adventure game. Yeah, a lot of lot of gotcha games similarities though. Yeah, for sure. And you know, from what I understand, it th- there is no in-app purchases, um, so there's no there's not going to be a paywall. Graphics are pretty cool. I'm always excited when the Pokemon of our youth are three-dimensionalized. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's why Pokemon Let's Go was real cool looking. So, you know, maybe maybe I'll check it out this week because I'm, I'm a little... Might be worth a look, yeah. I'm a little interested for sure. Sure. Uh, and then I expect that we might spend some time on this topic. Uh, big drop from our friends at Blizzard. WoW Classic launched a few days yeah. ago. Servers were at maximum capacity even. Yeah, so not only were you queuing for hours to get into the game, but a real big obvious theme here with WoW Classic is people don't remember how how much quality of life shit was not in there at the beginning. So as an example, people don't remember that when you went to get a quest, you couldn't skip the text. You had to, you had to just you let had to it scroll. And, it. and yep. they also didn't remember that multiple people couldn't talk to the quest giver. So you're waiting three hours to get into the game, and then you're literally waiting in a line in the game to talk to the quest givers. Just to wait uh, even longer, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So 
pretty funny shit. I mean, there's screenshots out there of of hundreds of people lined up to talk to one of the first quest givers that makes you go out and kill X, Y, and Z hogs and kill hogger. You remember that shit? Mm-hmm. Um, we both played. Wow. We did. When, when did you start? I was a BC man. I started after okay. BC. I was right before BC, um, so I got in at pretty close to ground level. Right at classic time. Um, old friend of the old friend uh, of the Best Buy, Stephen Geyer. Okay, he sure. And Ryan Gearsdorf, South, South, South Side. Yeah, he got me into it. Um, like I, I just remember back in the day. This is something that I wouldn't. And I know you don't like this game, but the only game, other game that I've really done this is Breath of the Wild that I can think of, but. In World of Warcraft, I remember like for for real role playing, sure, and feeling as that character. Yeah, like Tris. <clears throat> I remember being an undead rogue, Trisfall sure. Glades, and I would go and I would sit in the inn and I would hit my stealth button and I would sit down and I'd just sit there and kind of enjoy what was going on. Why you know I crafted some bandages or I regenerated my health and shit like that. Um, waited for my cooldowns, so fucking takes me back dude how many hours do you think you spent and wow so i had the benefit of of getting into wow with uh, a group of friends that were younger than me um so i never had to i never really felt like i had to play a lot i probably at max i was probably a one to th- uh, maybe a two to three day a week wow player. Okay. oh wow i okay. probably never played more than eight hours in a day so Let's see. I would. I don't even know how to quantify this. I hate to. I hate to say three hundred hours because I don't know. Three hundred yeah. hours, maybe. You think Four, so? Four hundred hours. I, I, don't, I don't. I really don't know. I'd have to. I, let me pull up a calculator here because I. I played. I feel weird having to do this because I really don't know. I, I. Let's say five hours at max, two days a week, and let's say I played for. Two years a while, which I think I don't even know that I played that long, um, but I might have. I'll, I'll check that. So let's okay. go. Uh, what's fifty to one hundred and four? One hundred and four weeks. Fuck if so I that's, know. Oh wow, <laughs> that's a lot more hours than I thought it was going to be. I don't think I played that many hours of it. Let's say, <laughs> let's say eight hundred hours a while. <laughs> okay, all right. Say that. I don't. I don't think that I played that much, honestly, because. Um, let's see. When did Burning Crusade come out? Can we can we take time to look at this really quick? Oh, jeez, I couldn't begin to tell you. Um, so Burning Crusade, uh, World of Warcraft expansion came out in uh, January sixteenth, two thousand and seven. Uh, two thousand seven. Wow. Um, so twelve years ago. I, I that was a long time ago. Yeah, more than twelve um, years I, ago. And I played that, uh, and I played through Wrath of the Lich King, which came out in two thousand and eight, and I. Don't think I, I did not get to Cataclysm, um, okay. which came I out in 2010. Did. Yeah, I definitely did. Yeah I, yeah, I stopped when Lich King came out. So I played probably uh, a grand total of maybe a year and a half a while. So I'm going to say 600 hours a while. That is not anywhere near what I played. <laughs> I'm sure. And like I said, I was never, uh, I just never had... I didn't need to. Like, I played it when the dudes were on up at school, and that was kind of it. I didn't have to worry about a whole lot. <sighs> Must be nice, Derek. Um, I, th- I... I don't even know that my character's not even around anymore. I'm trying to look at my character. I think it probably got trashed. 
Well, so like I'm trying to log into the battle.net because I haven't had an active WoW subscription in, you know, a long time. Yeah, I'm pretty uh, sure they just got rid of all my my characters, I presume. Is that right? No, I, they don't I, do that, do they? I just looked up my character name and it wasn't there. Uh, huh. There is Let's no see. results for my actual character. But yeah, I mean, I was Zaman. I I and that's usually the name I use a lot of when I'm using role-playing stuff. Um says 17 results when i click it it only shows me six uh, oh, so there's funny. that uh but i never had uh an orc death knight a tauren shaman uh i did have a i, I was a i was a dwarf mage i'm sorry okay. a gnome was a gnome mage fire frost because uh, like i said i played up to uh lich king where you could dual uh dual wield yeah so i so. i played up through up through um the end of cataclysm Miss the Pandaria area? I quit and I came back from Mr. Pandaria. So like I I used to like go hard on WoW, like top level guild, raiding several times a week. Um I mean I was fucking into that shit. And right. like built my own custom PC to to dominate WoW. And uh I wanna say like I can't really find it on the battle.net. I didn't I thought maybe it would have it on here what your played time is. But I know without any uncertainty that i was at least over a hundred days total play time for sure okay um which you know do the math on that it's a lot but yeah okay um but i i mean i was i i kind of miss it in all honesty yeah, i don't and i'm not gonna go back to it sure um, because it's just too much shit they're they're at the point now where it's it's been so long that you know you got x number of levels you gotta you gotta level up your gear and all this different shit and it only holds my attention for so long these days i think i've just evolved past this whole like go get a quest check on this one thing and turn it in you know what i mean right but i what i remember the most is in wrath of the lich king um day one i was there waiting to get in and i created a death knight an orc death knight and i named him hug (laughs) h-u-g and i was so thrilled that i got that name and then I also had a character, a mage, named Pale Ale. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty good. And then I had a cleric name, or uh, not a cleric, a, uh, are they clerics? Priest. Priest. I had a priest named uh, Captain Morgan. So That's pretty good. Yeah, it was good. I'm trying to remember my server that I was on, but I don't even remember the server I was on. Do you? I was on the Shattered Hand Horde side. I don't remember what the fuck my sh- my my shit was. Yeah, it's been too long. Uh, all my, my shits my, here. Yeah, my shit's definitely not there. Like I said, it's been that long since I played it. Yeah, I mean, I have it, my my account's obviously inactive, but um, that doesn't show. World of Warcraft Legion, so I have all but the most recent expansion. Let's see, I dropped off yeah. real hard in Legion though. I got I got about halfway through it, and and that's when I requit again. I just don't think I'm going to find it. You know what I'm saying? I just don't think. I'm pretty sure uh, they just cleared out. I'm pretty sure it just was recently that they got rid of, um, like, very in Like, more than X amount of years inactivity, they just cleared out everything. So I'm pretty sure I lost it. But either way, yeah. I mean, I, I enjoyed what I played a while. Uh, I liked the people I met. I met some pretty cool people, talking with them, having a good time playing WoW. I played it on my Dell laptop that my dad got me. At a fucking rena center for college. Wow. Um, okay. Some of the things I remember the most is 
I associate the the Hoobasank album For Never with playing WoW because uh, I listened to that album quite a bit over a summer when I'd play WoW sitting in my living room when I lived on 2nd Avenue in Des Moines. Wow. Like, I have very specific memories of that. Yeah. Um, I have a, uh, a staff, and I believe I've talked about this on the show before, right over next to me to my left over uh, on, behind my uh, dresser uh, for one of my birthdays, my WoW friends and people who I'm still friends with, my cousin and, and his group of friends that became my group of friends, uh, made me a, a crap staff, which is okay. the, sta- the staff that you would get from uh, running Dead Mines, because um, we, you know, Dead Mines yep, pretty early. Dead Mines level that. 20. Yeah, yep. So it was the Emberstone staff, and you, it, you would get it. It would drop uh, after you beat that final boss in Dead Mines. And I was the mage, but okay. when we rolled for it, I was the last person to get this Emberstone staff. And by the time I got it, by the time I got this motherfucker, yeah. everyone else had better weapons than I had. Sure. Yeah, they uh, so they all called me crap staff because I had a bad staff and everyone <laughs> else had better weapons funny. than me. Um, so I still have said crap staff. I've carried it with me uh, through all the moves I've made from house upon house upon house. I, uh, I still have it. I was one of those trolls in game that like always had, I had to have flashy stuff. So, like, before the days of Transmog, and for those that don't play this game at all, Transmog was a really popular uh, initiative, I think, in Cataclysm, where you could change your gear to look like any other gear that you've ever had. Um, and so people came up with all kinds of fun, you know, like, go get this armor from this dungeon, and then you're going to look like this in, in, like, customized armor. Pretty cool. But, you know, like, I remember some of my fondest memories. Like, I remember doing the quest back in the day for Thunder Fury. Bless, bless blade of the wind seeker or whatever it is. Um, you play? Did you play in Lich King? I played. A, I barely played it into Lich King. Okay, I think because that was where it took you to seventy five, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think 70. I got to seventy one. I think I got to seventy one, maybe seventy two, and I stopped. So I played a lot of EverQuest back in the day. Sure. Before WoW. And one of the coolest things about EverQuest was you had something that they called epic weapons. Um, So these really long, really in-depth, really hard um, quests that involved, you know, individual gathering, crafting, uh, killing raid bosses. Like, you couldn't do it on your own. But once you did it and you got that weapon, holy shit, man, you were the man, right? Sure. And, and, uh... Warcraft never had that for a long time. For years, they had, you know, really powerful weapons that would drop off bosses that several different people could use, but they didn't have anything that, like, this is just a paladin weapon. This is just a death knight weapon, and it's a stupidly long quest to do. But in Wrath of the Lich King, there was a quest for a weapon called Shadow's Edge, and it was like a six-part quest, and you couldn't do it in under 40 or 50 days, if I recall, because of the the amount of raid content you had to do and the lockouts like in that 40 or 50 days is like if you're lucky to get these drops off these bosses. So I remember getting that um, after working on it for probably four or five months. Um, and then there was also a quest for mages to get a staff um, that would turn you into a big dragon. That was dope. So good times. I know we're geeking out. Uh, my biggest thing that I loved about WoW was just, <clears throat> I, I really feel like, and maybe I'm way wrong, the community at that point when I was playing WoW was just so open. Yeah. Like, I really didn't run into a lot of negative people 
you know, even because even with my, hey, I can't really do most of this shit. Yeah. Um, I just I really felt it was a lot of uh, openness and willingness to help you and and hop in. I was never a PvP man. I played on one or two PvP servers, but I hated it. Yeah, me too. Um, I I was just not into it. I uh, I just like being able to play and fuck around. The first character I ever created in WoW was a night elf. Yep. And then I yep. I landed on my uh, my mage. And I played Zaman, the, the no mage, uh, for forever. Uh, I made a, uh, let's say, I, I made a Tauren. Um, okay. Because I wanted to play the Horde. Yep. I don't remember, don't give me the name there. I, I made a Death Knight, because who the fuck wasn't going to make a Death Knight? Um, you know, that I I made a Draenei, because uh, I thought they looked really cool. I just didn't play it as, as much as I wanted to. Yeah. Because uh, I thought the Draenei looked really fun. Space Cows. Um, yeah. So, there's just something... I don't want to say calm and peaceful about it, but it really was just like, come fuck around, man. Yeah. Just come hang out. It was good. And I loved it. For, I mean, for a number of years, I was so deep into WoW that I was like completely maxing out and min-maxing three different characters so that whenever I wanted and whenever I wanted and wherever I wanted, I could do whatever was needed. So like I had a maxed out tank that could tank the hardest raid bosses i had a healer and i had a dpser it's like whatever the raid needed whatever my group needed i'm like oh let me swap to this guy let me swap to that guy so a lot of fucking wasted time it's sad right no i love it i really do i i have nostalgia for it but that's where it's gonna stay like i uh, Chris, friend of the show chris dugan uh and i were talking about wow wow classic last night and i just I don't have the desire or the need to go back to that game. Nope. It is a a piece in my history of hanging out with a group of friends who, again, I'm not the closest with, um, but it brought me into the fold with them. They all went off to Iowa State. You know, my cousin went up there with them, uh, and a lot of us just, we, we, that's how we hung out. That's how we, hey, we're getting on well, let's play. Right. We get on and we just get lost in it, and we play for hours. I have um, enjoyed over the last few days watching it on Twitch, though. I haven't got a chance to watch it yet. I'm, uh, I'll be honest. You're missing you. out, people. You know all this talk of like people don't remember how much they hated early WoW. It's so right, <laughs> so yeah. right. A lot of quality of life they're missing out on, no doubt. You know, I remember. I remember having to beg for 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 groups to go through. Uh, God, what was that? It started with an H. Hellfire. Uh, no, it was in a desert. Uh, uh, I don't know. Fuck. It was right after Burning Crusade. I think and I got to look it up. Um, Hellfire Peninsula. Crusade. Let's go Burning Crusade raids. Hellfire Citadel is a raid. Is that what it is? Maybe. Um, anyway, you know, it's just crazy because I mean. No LFG tool, yeah. uh, no mods, uh, massively antiquated auction house, like manual sort auction house. Like it's just crazy shit, man. Um, people don't people don't remember that, but it's it's awful. It must have been Hellfire Peninsula. It had to have been. Yeah. Was that a desert? Uh, it was like a yeah, kind of like a demon desert. Um, okay. yeah, it must have been what it was. We got to move on here. Yeah, we'll stay on this all night. Uh, I put a little note in here that I saw kind of last minute. You had, you had talked <laughs> yeah. about this movie, The Irishman. I saw this as well. And uh, current estimated runtime, 210 fucking minutes. That's three and a half yeah, hours, is, Derek. 
this is the fucking postman of Netflix right now. This is the lonesome fucking. dove of Netflix. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I'm still going to watch it, but boy, three and a half hours means you didn't cut a goddamn thing from this movie. It doesn't come out for a few months, so maybe they're going to cut, and you know, maybe there'll be a director's cut afterwards or something, but it's it's got to still be over three hours. They can't cut 30 minutes out of what is already the post-production, post you know what I mean? It's crazy. You're still going to watch it, though, right? Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Absolutely. What do you, what do you got going on for Labor Day? Um, I'm off Labor Day Monday. Kids are off Labor Day Monday. I don't know that we're going to do anything. 82 degrees outside. It looks pretty perfect. Yep. Um, you know, might try to just grab some, grab some grub, head out to the lake, uh, grill, you know, the basic American dream, right? Hang out by the lake and uh, throw, throw something on the grill. But we'll see. Yeah. Grab a couple beers. Hang out with the in-laws, most likely. Um, I don't have anything super big planned. Right. What about you? Well, I got a four-day weekend off tomorrow, off Monday. Um, I don't really know what the plans look like. You know, like uh, Carly and I were uh, tentatively planning to maybe go to uh, Okaboji. Um, that kind of fell through because there's like no place available that isn't a fuckload of money, uh, and nobody takes dogs. So then we were like, oh, we're gonna go do this. Well, now her her sister's coming into town, so I have no idea what my weekend holds. Um, and I have zero plans for Monday, so might be a lot of laying around playing video games this, uh, this labor this day. weekend. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of no labor happening is what you're saying. What you're saying. Uh, it's going to be, it's going to be laborious for me to do anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right on. Uh, but yeah, not a whole lot going on for me. All right. What it, uh, tell me about what you've been watching and playing. Yeah. So I'm still trying to get through glow. Uh, I think All right. five or six episodes in, so need to finish that up. Um, it's getting good though i mean yeah i I like glow a lot like i i have no real nitpicks about glow so far right um i've never really liked the boyfriend uh ruth's boyfriend i thought that was a terrible angle yeah that Um, was that was really it was a a nice deviation to keep her away from mark maron's character but i feel like they could have done that in a different way um i also don't like this just spiraling out of control that we're still getting from debbie um, it's bad. I thought we got a lot. Of, I thought we got a lot of a lot of that out of her system in season two. It doesn't stop either, but, dude. Um, yeah, I mean, drugs getting fucked up or getting fucked by a bunch of different young kids. It just right. It seems so. It just it seems wrong. Um, that body, fit, though. I think her. Yeah. In the shower, doesn't seem Jesus like it Christ. Fits, fits her character by any means, but um, glow's still great. Uh, you got the wife and I watched like four or five episodes of impractical jokers, which I haven't watched in a while. Oh, it's so good. And let me tell you, still a great show. Oh, fucking can't not laugh. Still a great show. Yep. Love the shit out of that. Um, big brother still churning along yet till uh, September 25th. That's when the season finale is, uh, still watching that. Um, and then the, the thing I'm trying to get to watch is, uh, that Dave Chappelle, uh, Netflix special. Just I dropped saw that. Ago. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta watch that. Um, I wasn't thoroughly impressed with Dave Chappelle's last Netflix special, so don't know if I'm going to be into this one. Actually, it was he last two. two, right? Yeah, I, was gonna I, say, I didn't like two. either one that much. So we'll um, see what I, happens. I liked, the f- I liked one, but not two. I can't remember which one I liked. Yeah. Um, let's see, as far as playing goes, yeah. Uh, I played a lot of different stuff. Played that Call of Duty Alpha that came out over the weekend. It was bad. Um played a lot of control that is pretty high up there on game of the year i really like control a lot why do you uh, like it so much sci-fi atmospheric i mean like one of the first two or three rooms you walk into 
like how much of this game do you know about? Like what did you watch that video I posted? So on a you scale of one to ten, fine. I'm somewhere between zero and one. Got it. So you didn't watch any of it. That's fine. So control is you play this uh, this female lead named Jesse Faden. You show up at this building called the Oldest House, okay. uh, which is it houses the Federal Bureau of Control. Now, right. This uh, this this uh, it's a government agency. Okay. Uh, but this building, it's a, it's like alive. Um, it basically is like a, a way to get you to different dimensions uh, and different like areas of this seemingly endless building, uh, as it were. Basically, the, the premise is it seems like you're there to find your brother who's been missing for 17 years, and you've suspected that this uh, place existed and these people took him, but you could never find it, and all of a sudden, hey, guess what? You found it. Um, okay. And you come upon this gun, which basically uh, inhabits you as you are now the director of this organization. Uh, the old director um, isn't there anymore. You pick up his gun, which this gun literally breathes, like it moves it's and sentient. breathes like it's alive. Um, okay. And you are now the director of the uh, Federal Bureau of Control. So you're going through and trying to figure out, A, what the fuck's going on in this place? Because there's a lot of human characters that are uh, being either imbued or embodied with this alien-type symbiote, perhaps. Basically, they, they call him the Hiss. Sounds fucking weird. They, Think of like an old tube TV when things would move across your screen, but it would leave like that fade of like the shadow. Okay. That's kind of what, when these guys move in the, in the, in the game, that's what they leave behind. You look like you're Um, Nene in it right now. (laughs) So it's, it's very atmospheric. Like I said, the second or third area you walk into, there's just dead people like floating in the sky, like in, and by the ceiling. Wow. Okay. It's creepy. Um, What what are you playing this on? PS4? PS4. Yeah. PS4. Uh, Alpha Xbox, PC, and PS4, I think. Um, very atmospheric. I assume a lot like Alan Wake in Quantum Break, which I've never played, uh, but very, very good so far. A little bit of uh, Metroidvania uh, gameplay as far as you get different clearance for different levels uh, as you progress the game. In some areas in the beginning, obviously, you couldn't get through because you didn't have enough clearance, and so you got to backtrack a little bit. Um, gunplay isn't great. It lags like a motherfucker. When you pause and unpause, it lags. When you complete okay. a mission and you get like a trophy and you get like your experience point stuff, uh, that lags real bad. When there's a, too many bad guys on screen, it lags. So, I mean, it's got some chugging issues. Yeah. But gameplay wise, mechanic wise, and story wise, it's nailing it. Uh, okay. Nailing it. Sounds good. I mean, it, it sounds too. Alan Wake was too far out there for me. Um, so, I didn't really get into that. I watched a couple of Let's Plays of it, but. Not my, not my deal. So, sure. Uh, so played a lot of that. Uh, probably s- I'm right now. I think I'm on chapter five or chapter six out of ten. Oh, okay, um, okay. So I'm, I'm booking along. Uh, I'm having a really good time with it. Though. What, what are you, like what are you looking lot. at? Like fifteen hours? Yeah, it, they say ten. I'm, I'm guessing fifteen. Okay. Uh, so I'm, I'm probably six to eight in. Um, but I, like I said, I'm liking it a lot. Uh, played a lot of Bloodstained still. Bloodstained still real good. Uh, that. Koji Igarashi, uh, the ex-Castlevania guy. Uh, that's his new game. Uh, it came out a couple months ago. Yep. Still loving the exploration in that. It just feels rewarding for you to be able to do a bunch of different stuff. Um, it's, it's just a great game all around. Uh, if you haven't got a chance to pick it up, like I said, it's probably definitely going to wind up on a game of the year list for me uh, because of how much fun I'm, in, I'm having with that also. No kidding. Yeah, I really like it. It, it just feels... So... 
think about clearing a map, right? Think about playing. Do you play Infamous? Yep. 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 So when you cleared it, when you cleared a zone in Infamous, did it feel good? Yeah. It's the same thing. Like, okay, I just got the double jump, and I also got this ability for like, there's mirrors in certain positions of the unloved levels that you can't progress through until you get this ability. Well, I just got okay. the ability to bounce off these mirrors and transport you through a different to a different area. You can also use it to squeeze into small openings. Um, and so I just got that. I'm like, okay, let me look at my map here. All the way back at the beginning of the game, there's a couple, squ- three or four squares that I couldn't get to because right. I didn't have the double jump. Oh, yeah. Fuck it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, I want to go back there and clear that. Like, I just get a sense of accomplishment as I get that map completion progress higher and higher. Um, and you're also just, I mean, every time you kill an enemy, you're leveling up. Yep. You're getting shards. The shards give you different abilities. It just. Do you know what you're it, describing right now? Uh, Symphony of the Night. Ori in the Blind Forest that's every metroidvania is yeah. the night yeah yeah so okay i'm loving the shit out of uh a bloodstained um and then i played a, i've been playing a lot of madden um all right yeah madden still madden joe flacco your quarterback yeah. no i be, i was playing as, a, as the bears in a franchise and mitch trubisky's really bad and so we simmed out of that franchise and started a new now i'm playing as baker mayfield and the browns and my buddy joey is playing as the uh the baltimore ravens Ah, Joey's a smart guy. Yeah, he's a Packers fan. Yeah, he's he's, a, he's actually an idiot because they suck. No, he loves Lamar Jackson. He's a big oh, Lamar Jackson really? fan. I bet Lamar yeah. Jackson is good in Madden, though. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, dude, a lot of people are picking the, the Ravens to do okay this year, man. Wild card. Uh, don't, believe, just don't believe the hype, I'm just dude. Saying. Um, so, yeah, playing a lot of Madden still. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else that I really touched on that Call of Duty shit was bad. Uh, Battlefield Five, I played a little bit of, and it's fine. It looks really pretty. Battlefield does, yeah. Yeah, Witch Eye, which is an iOS game. So if you're looking for a phone game, really simple, three bucks, made by Devolver Digital. Yep. Uh, puzzle game, as you, you just swipe through levels, try, kill people, get keys through doors. Really easy. I mean, yeah. it's probably no more than a three or four hour game. Um, I think there are six worlds. I'm on the final boss, I think, right now. So you haven't brought this up yet, so now i got to drop it on you. What about that game, uh, mobile game you brought up last week yeah telling lies um so i've held off on playing telling lies only because it's a five to seven hour game it's a lot on the phone Um, it's a lot on the phone and i want to be able to give it its time yep um i want to be able to commit to the time to focus on it to pay attention to it i don't want to feel like i'm forcing myself to do it i paid i paid for it sitting right here on my phone ready to play anytime i got it it's downloaded ready to go um so i'm just waiting uh waiting for the right time to play uh telling lies it is Right there at the bottom of the screen on the phone, ready to go. Yep. I'm really excited to play it. So, Did you pick up uh, Sam Barlow's last game? No. Pick up her story. No. Bye, right I now. already told Bye you right I'm now. not going to do it. Oh, my God. Goodbye. Um, That's everything I've been playing. What about you? So, me, watching first. What have you been watching? So watching, I If I you say up, Shark Tank, I'm going to stab no, you. No new Shark Tanks yet. Um, Thank God. I have been, uh, so I finished Glow Season 3. I'm sorry sorry yeah. to tell you you're in for a little bit of a disappointment. Um, That's what you were saying. Yep. Not great. Not a good cliffhanging ending. Sure. Uh, I, and I, I honestly had to force myself to watch the last couple episodes just to say I finished it. But um, 13 Reasons Why Season 3 dropped last week. Watched all of that. And uh, it it might be. It might be the best season of that show. So, 
Only reason I know anything about 13 Reasons Why is I thought Selena Gomez was in like the first season. No, that's incorrect. Or does she have a song? Is she, did she record a song for that show? Not that I'm aware of. Hmm. 13 Reasons Why I got a lot, of, a lot of heat and a lot of attention because... A lot of suicide. Well, I mean, it showed the suicide. Like, oh, straight okay. up showed the, the girl, uh, Hannah Baker, cutting into her wrists, bleeding out in her, in her bathtub. Like, no spoilers, because that's what it's about. But So, it's fucking intense, man. And, like, I really True. appreciate that that show is tackling some real-ass shit. Like, you know, season one is about suicide and depression and bullying and rape. Season two is furthering that. Now, the context of what this is is this person that killed themselves left behind tapes or CDs? That's correct. She left behind 13 like a de- tapes. Like a death note? Yep. Okay. Yep. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, so it's 13 reasons why. There's 13 episodes per season. The first season, sure. every episode followed a tape, um, which okay. culminated in what had happened, right? These are hour-long dramas? They're each an hour, yeah. Um, So, I mean, it's an investment, but it goes by quick and they do that cliche thing of every episode leaves you with a cliffhanger or like a twist, but it's such a good twist that you're like, fuck, I need to watch the next one. Um, So what's the second season about more tapes or what? So if I had to summarize it, so the first season is that, you know, Hannah Baker's new in town. She gets bullied. um, Kills herself. Eventually. Yes. Eventually she gets raped and um, kills herself. And that's kind of where it ends up. The second season follows the the trial of the person that is accused of raping her. Um, Follows a lot of the backstory of, you know, there were these lies that happened and this is what was really going on and these people did this. It's like, you know, it's it's a very like high school drama type show, but it's it's acted out really well and it's not shot in a way that's like fake. It feels like this is really going on. Yeah, okay. exactly. And so the second season tackles obviously rape, but it tackles um homosexuality uh both on both sides pro and uh against. It tackles um sexual assault and sodomy. Um like one of the guys that's in the show, you know, like not to give too much away, but some other dudes beat him up and shove a broom up his ass. Like okay. it's fucked up shit and uh and it was pretty good, man. It was pretty just good. seems really intense and it's over the top. So over the tense. Yeah. But you know what? This shit fucking happens. You're right. Rape culture, right. dude. Like, yeah. it it's a real thing. And we both got daughters. Like, nine out of ten women that are sexually assaulted don't say shit. It's crazy. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So season three, I, I wasn't expecting too much because I was kind of like, okay, well, what can they do? Like the first season, she killed herself. The second season, they revolved revolved the rape thing and like you knew who did it and all this different stuff so i didn't even know that they were doing a third season like so when i when i got that on netflix I'm like, oh fuck yeah but um so the third season follows all of these kids in high school that are in their senior year it follows this guy that was accused of rape and it follows basically the fallout of that and they do a really good arc of taking this guy that is a rapist you know he raped her because you you saw the scenes you heard the tapes and giving him a good story arc to be a good human like a redemption story 
It's incredible that they did it because they made this guy to be such a fucking dickhead the first two mm-hmm. seasons, and they they bring him back. They and again, this isn't really a spoiler, but about halfway through the season, he gets killed. He gets murdered, um, and one of the people within this clique of of teenagers did it, and it and the season just follows them all going back and forth with like here's evidence for this person, that person, this person, that person. And it's not until the very last episode, you figure out what, you know, what really happened. Um, and you didn't guess it beforehand. I no, actually no. Um, okay. They do a really good job covering it up. There's a point in the last episode where they say something and it's like, okay, that, that was the bomb drop. Like, and it's subtle enough that it, unless you're watching it pretty closely, you, you probably won't pick it up. But I sure. I picked up the hint and then I got it and it ended up being that. But it was all the way to like halfway through the last episode that that happened. Um, and what's really interesting that have people in kind of an uproar about the third season is, so the girl from the first season, Hannah Baker, that killed herself, she narrates the entire first season. Obviously, all these tapes, the the tapes in the first season ser- serve as the narration, right? Sure, uh, that is the driving force behind the story. Correct. The second season, she narrates through the viewpoint of the other main character, Clay, because he's going through like this psychosis where he like sees her, like has visions of her. Um, okay. So she returns as a character, but he's she's a figment of but his imagination. Right. Imagination, but she's still um, she's still there. Yeah, narrating the story. Well, in this third mm, season, like okay. In this third season, they bring in this brand new girl that wasn't in the first two seasons, wasn't part of this, this story at all. And they integrate her into the story really well. And she narrates the whole thing. And it's, it's run by this facade of a lot of flashbacks in time. Um, and they do this really interesting cinematic thing that um, I liked where when they're in real time, like today, they got the black bars. When they go back in time, they zoom out and they go full screen. So it gives oh, you a okay. really good visual distinction of like, okay, this took place in the past. This is happening right now. Right. Um, They're calling it out without calling it out. Yeah. So, I mean, I could go on for a long time about it, but it was really good. It was really well executed. I, and I, like I said, I think it might be the best season of the three, um, which is kind of crazy to say. But, you know, it, it, if you watch the first season and you liked it, because I know it's intense and it's not for everybody. And sure. I mean, the shit it deals with, drug addiction, Heavy shit, heavy, heavy shit. Yeah, but it fucking happens, people. Fucking happens. Yeah. yeah. So that's really all I've been watching. I mean, standard YouTube shit. Um, right, normal shit. Yep. And then haven't been able to play a ton. So, you know, I played a little bit more Wolfenstein. Played uh, a little bit more Mighty Quest, but otherwise I haven't really started anything new that I can really talk about. Astral Chain's probably going to be one for next week. Yeah. Astral Chain, I'm excited to hear what you think. Yeah. I said that'll be the the make or break whether I buy it or not. So that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. Any walk-ons you want to talk about? Um. Don't pre-order games from Amazon. Okay. Here's my deal with Amazon right now. We both pre-ordered Final Fantasy VII remake. Yeah. You know, here's my and they they gotta prove it to me that they're gonna fuck me over like this again. Um. I pre-ordered Madden. Okay. Right. For whenever it came out two weeks ago. I pre-ordered on a Monday or a Tuesday of release week. I didn't get Madden until the Monday or Tuesday following release day. Wow, okay. When I pre-order a video game, I fucking expect it to be there that goddamn day. Yeah, if not the day before. 
What's fucked is not even the week or two weeks prior, I had pre-ordered uh, Wolfenstein, the uh, Young Blood. Uh, okay. Got it day of. Wow. Okay. Yeah. For Amazon. It within the same amount of time, both Amazon, both within the same amount of days before release date, and I got one but did not get the other. So I got to tell you, like, I order a lot of shit off Amazon, and sure. there's been a few times in the last couple of months that I've gotten emails like, "Oh, your package is delayed." Um, so I don't know what's going on. Like maybe there's just so much shit that UPS, FedEx, and USPS can't fulfill it, or I don't know what the deal is. But I've had that similar experience. The struggle for me right now. Sure. Um, I'm not normally a, a, a pre-orderer anyway. Um, but it just, I'm, I'm at a struggle point right now that, yeah. uh, you know, Amazon's kind of pissed me off when it comes to, uh, comes that stuff. Um, PlayStation plus games next month are, uh, Arkham Knight. No, oh, no, that's Xbox. Sorry. Next month are Arkham Knight and Darksiders three, which I just bought like a month ago. <laughs> yeah. Did you open it? Yeah, I opened it. It's installed, but I mean, I can go trade it in for like five or 10 bucks or whatever. Cause I'm going to get it for free. So whatever. But uh, aside from that, uh, Madhouse is closing. Do you see that? I don't Madhouse know. Brewing up no, in Des Moines. I didn't know that. Yeah, they're closing. End of, end of September, they're closing it down. No more. Do you like any beer there? Yeah, their beer their beer's okay. Okay. Uh, it's not, I mean, their special releases are good, but yeah. their regular beer's not that great. But their special releases are good. You know, Freedom Toast, uh, Carpe Diem, El Jefe. I don't know. Makes some good. All right. Uh, but they're, they're good beers. Yeah, they're, they're pretty good beers. Um, the wife is dancing. I'm not really sure what's happening right now. She have her clothes on? Uh, yeah, she's got clothes on. Oh, okay. That's um, it's not, yeah, I'm not getting any kind of like sexy dance. Uh, let's see. What else can we talk about? Those microbreweries though, like there, there's so many popping up that like this yeah. has to happen, right? Yeah. But he's, they, I mean, they've been in business for like 10 years. You know, the wine business in Iowa is, is struggling a lot too. Like, I can imagine. Yeah, there's been this winery here, um, uh, Somerset Winery, sure. and it's been for sale kind of on the hush-hush yeah. for a, a few years, um, and they can't sell it, you know? And, sure, and, I'm not surprised. Yeah, the wine business is weird here in Iowa. Uh, the last thing I've got for you is a, is a what-if question that I meant to pose to somebody else. Oh, okay. Uh, our, our friend, Chris Dugan, who is the king of what-if. Oh, yeah, dude. Um, uh, Tony, what if I just came up if- right now and jizzed on your fucking face? Well, speaking of jizz, Uh-oh. Tony Welchel, if when you came, it tasted like party dip or your favorite kind of AE chip dip, <laughs> would you then use it for chips? Wow. If, if you is, were to come such a and it tasted thing. like, <laughs> and it tasted like party, I'm a French onion man. You know, what if you got the wife just waiting there, plate of chips, about to finish yours, like, are you going to partake in that, that plate of chips? Mm, I'm a party dip guy. Okay. So, now, I mean, well, if does it taste if you're splashing like, party dip, are you imp- splashing party dip all over? Important distinction here, okay? Does it taste like important party dip or is it yes. party dip? Um, well, I, I think it's got to taste like party dip. I don't think it could have the context of actual party dip. That would wreck your penis. But this isn't like it sort of tastes like it. Like, this tastes exactly like party dip. So you know how most of the ladies say it tastes awful? Yeah. This is literally, literally party dip. And I get a, I get to put it on chips or whatever, right? You can do whatever you want with it. Yeah, you can I'm, store it and sell it. I'm in. You're going you're gonna to partake? Sure. 
you're dipping your own chips and your own your own dip. Yeah, I mean endless supply. You're making your own dip. Never fuck yeah, they're going out of business. Are you sucking your own dick? Uh, I, I can't do that. I got too big of a stomach. Okay. Well, are you coming on your mouth like just gonna fucking blah? Like lay down flat on my back and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, not doing that. Okay. Not doing that. But it's a good party you trick. You'll. <laughs> <laughs> You're just blowing it in a in a bowl, and you're like, oh, oh I know what I'm having from a late night snack now. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be on the uh, sex offender registry before you know it, man. <laughs> That's the name of this episode for you, late night snack. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's the last walk on I've got for you. What do you got for me? Anything? Dugan, I fucking hate Dugan when he does that shit. You know, <laughs> he's so That's, good at is, it. He is so he's got a fucked up mind. I can't. Even, I can I, literally imagine Dugan to, walking up. This is the wife and I, I. The wife and I were talking about just random shit like this, and she's like, "What if this?" And I was like, "That's a that's such a Dugan oh thing." She's like, "You gotta ask him." And I forgot. What I could just uh, picture Dugan walking up in his fucking black pants and his goofy stu- fucking stupid Geek go- Squad, shirt Squad shirt, and be like, "Uh, Tony, hey, Tony what, what if you came?" Chip dip, and it was chip dip. What if every time you fucking jizzed, it was chip dip? You came chip dip. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, that's, that's how did he? How did he get married? I don't. That's crazy. I, I don't think he talks to his wife. Oh God, that's bad. Uh, I here's the thing: is I like I said, I can't tell you the what if that Garrett and Chris come up with because uh, they are brutal. Yeah, they're they're real out there. They're brutal. Yeah. Uh, like dead baby brutal and then some yeah uh, so we have these huddles at work you know um uh-huh. the team your team meets up every day and goes over different shit or whatever and our team specifically kind of asks like an engagement question most days like so today i asked what's your favorite breakfast meat right but what i wanted to ask that i just didn't pull the trigger on because i thought it was not nationwide appropriate i would have done it in a heartbeat at best buy but sure you know would you rather if you were stuck somewhere, like chained up, would you rather cut off your hand or chew off your foot? I'm cutting off my hand. You think so? Oh, yeah. Way faster. Well, but yeah, you can't just like slice it off. Like you got to like fuck. No, I mean, I'll saw it, it off. But I mean, chewing my foot off, I'm going to be I will probably die because of infection. Me chewing it off before me cutting it with a fucking blade. As long as that's going to take, I'll, I'll be out of there sooner. I don't know what I would choose, you're, man. You're in, you're you're indulging in the phone action. You're taking forever. I I don't know what I would choose though. I I mean I'm cutting my arm off all day every day. Do you want to play a game? All the games. Tobin Bell. That's every a Saul game. reference, guys. They're not <laughs> right, they're not that bad movies. Here. Okay. Get out of here. Yeah, that's uh that's it for this episode of the DTS podcast. I am Tony. I am uh, I'm Big Dick Derek. We are uh, Oreo eating fat asses, and we out here. We out here. We out here. I like Oreos. I like Oreos.